Hi, and we're continuing Stories of the Prophet, and we're here with Lut al-Islam, um, who was the nephew of Prophet Ibrahim al-Islam. Now, the story of Lut al-Islam is so relevant, and I feel like not many people know about it much, but it's so relevant, and it's something that ha- that's happening right now and we can see it all around us um so it's important and you know what let's just get into it okay so prophet lud al-islam was the nephew of prophet ibrahim al-islam and the story of his people and the punishment they were afflicted with was a shocking incident in the life of ibrahim al-islam lud al-islam as you will recall left ur that is iraq with Ibrahim al-Islam and settled in Palestine. Now, nothing of importance is known of Lut al-Islam's earlier life. What is evident is that at some point after his settling, Allah appointed him as a prophet to communities on the shore of what is now the Dead Sea, at a distance of 24 hours journey from Ibrahim al-Islam's home in Palestine. Lut al-Islam went to the city of Sodom after Ibrahim al-Islam had asked him to do so. It was the main city of that region with suburbs and satellite villages, prosperous and well-populated. In the region where Lut al-Islam settled, there were five cities referred in the Quran as Al-Mu'tafiqat, meaning the overturned cities. Sodom was the largest of these. The people of Sodom were of the most immoral and insolent nature. Although they were guilty of many vices, one stands out glaringly among all the others, that is, homosexuality or sodomy. They were the first people in human history to practice homosexuality. It is reported that these people would commit perverted deeds openly in their gatherings and they cut axes of travelers to their roadways, robbing and killing them after perhaps first forcing them engaged in unnatural acts. And it was not only some or even a majority of Luther Islam's people who engaged in such practice. Rather, it was the entire population. Allah, in his mercy, caused Luther Islam to settle among them so they might perhaps be guided. Luther Islam called them to heed Allah's command and to worship him alone without associating any partner with him. And he forbade them from their indecent practices and abhorring act. But they ignored and rejected his appeal and continued in their erroneous unnatural acts. As a result, Allah destroyed them by a severe punishment. Now, it starts here. Lut al-Islam asks them, Will you not fear Allah, he said, appealing to them to reflect on their accountability to their creator and assuring his people of his absolute reliability. He added, Indeed, I am to you a trustworthy messenger. So fear Allah and obey me, and I do not ask you for it any payment. My payment is only from the Lord of the worlds. As if holding up a mirror in front of his people, Lut al-Islam tried to make them look at the awfulness of their perverted habits and criminal behaviors. Do you commit commit immorality while you are seeing? Do you indeed approach men with desire instead of women? Rather, you are a people behaving ignorantly. But the response of his people, already extraordinarily hardened and callous, was only that they said, Expel the family of Luth from your city. Indeed, they are people who keep themselves pure. Luth al-Islam's admonition became stronger. Do you commit such immorality 
as no one has preceded you with from among the worlds he asked so there was nobody else like in human history there was no generation of uh, human beings that committed homosexuality and it started with ruth al islam's um, people but they were destroyed completely but still it i mean can you believe it it's still here okay so people simply replied with the same words as before asking to drive ruth al islam and his family out but ignoring their enmity and threats ruth al islam faithfully continued to preach and warn reiterating his message emphasizing the error and ingratitude of turning away from the from allah and the granted natural fulfillment of their needs continuing to preach despite his people's hostility and threats he then enumerated the entire catalog of their misdeeds saying indeed you commit such immorality as no one has preceded you with from from among the worlds indeed you approach men and obstruct the road and commit in your meetings evil and the answer of his people was not but they said bring us the punishment of allah if you should be of the truthful it is said that the people would openly engage in homosexual acts in their assemblies without anyone objecting to it as if it was a generally accepted practice obviously shaitan was among them and in his way he made their actions appear to be fair and acceptable they would spout obscenities in their gatherings and laugh at it they relished uh, hen pigeon and goat fights it is also said that they used to mock passerbys throwing rocks and whistling at them and they walked about naked this is in tabari hadith steeped in sin they were deaf to all of luth al-islam's admonitions thus the answer of his people was not but that they said bring us the punishment my lord luth al-islam prayed support me against the corrupt people in the entire region there was only one household of righteous people and that was his own and although his two daughters were believers his wife who is said to have been a sodomite was connected to the people of the area and her loyalty was with them so ruth al-islam story is inextricably interwoven with ibrahim al-islam so you remember when the angels visited ibrahim al-islam and they said that we have two errands from allah and the first one was to ruth al-islam right so we are coming here so we return now to the quranic narrative concerning the angels visit to ibrahim al-islam you may recall the mistrust ibrahim al-islam felt when he saw the visitors did not touch the food he had set before them and saying to them openly indeed we are fearful of you then they reassured him saying fear not we have been sent to the people of luth and uh, made to made known to him that they were angels sent by allah the angels errand to luth al-islam's people was then temporarily put aside while they gave ibrahim al-islam and sara the glad tidings of their son ishaq al-islam but once the matter had been addressed uh, ibrahim al-islam who knew well that angels do not visit human beings except for some very serious purpose returned to the subject of luth al-islam's people right now the aged prophet asked the reason of their visit besides giving him and his wife glad tidings of a son the angels then made their errand clear to ibrahim al-islam indeed we have been sent to a people of criminals to send down upon them stones of clay marked in the presence of your lord for the transgressors except the family of luth indeed we will save them all except his wife allah decreed that she is of those who remain behind the angels reiterated that they would destroy the entire people of that city indeed within it is luth ibrahim al-islam exclaimed and alarm they said we are more knowing of who is within it we will surely save him and his family except his wife she is to be of those who remain behind but even then ibrahim al-islam did not remain silent 
and when the fright had left Ibrahim and the good tidings had reached him, he began to argue with us concerning the people of Lut. The divine author of the holy book then adds, almost as if Ibrahim Islam's appealing for such sinful and criminal people required an explanation. Indeed, Ibrahim was forbearing, grieving and frequently returning to Allah. When Ibrahim Islam pleaded with the angels, they rebuked him gently. O Ibrahim, give up this plea. Indeed, the command of your Lord has come, and indeed, there will reach them a punishment that cannot be repelled, they said. Ibrahim al-Islam continued to plead until the angels told him that if there were five prophets, five people in Luther al-Islam's city who prayed, the punishment would have averted from them. At least five people, you know, uh, if at least five people were there uh, in Luther al-Islam's city who believed in Allah and who prayed, this would not have happened. Now, the three angels said to have been Jibrail al-Islam, Mikail al-Islam and Israfil al-Islam then arrived at the outskirts of Luth al-Islam's town in the form of very handsome human beings. When Luth al-Islam heard of the strangers, he felt distressed and wondered how he could convince them to bypass the towns of Sodom and continue on their travels because he, he knew that any traveller who would pass by would either be robbed, thieved or forced to do unnatural, like uh, immoral acts like homosexuality. He tried to make them understand the nature of his townspeople but only succeeded in convincing the messengers to wait for nightfall before entering the town. He brought them to his house secretly so that no one but his family knew that they were there. However, his wife went out to inform her people saying, In Luth's house there are men whose like I have never seen nor have I ever seen such handsome faces. Indeed, you are people unknown, Luth al-Islam said to the visitors, thus giving them an indirect hint of what they might expect of this town. His guests showed no trace of fear or concern, but we have come to you with that about which they are disputing, and we have come to you with truth, and indeed we are truthful. So set out with your family during a portion of the night and follow behind them and let not anyone among you look back and continue on to where you are commanded they instructed Luther Islam despite this reassurance Luther Islam remained, re- remained greatly troubled about the stranger's safety although as his guests they were under his protection he knew well enough that as soon as their presence became known the men of this town would be at his door as Luther Islam had anticipated The news of the incredibly handsome strangers visiting the city brought the townsmen to his house in haste, rejoicing at the prospect of male visitors. He warned the people that the men were his guests and not to disgrace him in front of his guests. The intruders flung back at the Prophet, saying, Indeed, you know what we want. Luth al-Islam cried in anguish, feeling totally powerless to save the guests to whom he had given the protection of his house. O Luth, indeed we are messengers of your Lord. They will never reach you, his guests reassured him. The last word suggests that the attackers intended to eliminate Luther Islam to get to his guests. But as soon, uh, but as they m- approached him uh, in the heat of um, their unnatural lust and tried to force their way in, the angels took away their sight. The angels said to Luther Islam, So set out with your family during a portion of the night and let not any among you look back except your wife. Indeed, she will be struck by what she strikes them. Indeed, the appointment is for morning. It is not the morning near. Then it was early dawn. Luth al-Islam departed with his family except his wife. She remained behind and was afflicted by the punishment along with the wrongdoers and wicked townspeople. As has been directed, Luth al-Islam set out with his family and when Luth al-Islam and his party had cleared the area, the divine command came forth 
to destroy Luth al-Islam's people. Various commentators, that are scholars, have said that Angel Jibreel and Islam lifted up all the sinful towns into the sky together and with their inha- inhabitants turned them over. Hence the name Al-Mutafiqat, the overturned cities. Then Allah rained upon them a rain of stones and evil was the rain of those who were warned. As he sent upon them a storm of stones of clay marked in the presence of your Lord for the transgressors. It is said that each stone was inscribed with the name of the person for whom it was intended intended, and that the heavenly missiles struck the heads of their human targets, smashing their brains. Thus was the flourishing cities of Sodom and the other four other towns in the vicinity um, obliterated with all their people, including the wife of the prophet, as a recompense for the wickedness and perverse lusts of its inhabitants. Thus the pages were closed on the people of Lut al-Islam. Their names were erased from historical memory. The punishment that Allah promised and Lut al-Islam warned about happened. For surely Allah keeps his promises. He promises severe punishment for the wrongdoers and paradise is the reward for the righteous. Lut and his family walked into the sunrise and Quran mentions them no more. Uh, And to Lut we gave judgment and knowledge and we saved him from the city that was committing wicked deeds. Indeed, they were a people of evil, defiantly disobedient, and we admitted him into our mercy. Indeed, he was of the righteous. May Allah's highest blessings be upon Lut al-Islam, the much-tried prophet of the overturned cities. Today, in many cities across the world, it is unsafe to walk down the streets even in daylight. Murder, sexual crimes against adults and children are widespread, and drugs abound. Most children in high school have already encountered drug users and sellers. Alcohol is freely available in corner stores, even though it's responsible uh, for the breakup of families, domestic violence, and the corrosion of society. Degenerate lifestyles are accepted and even thought of as normal. This description paints a picture of a scary, out-of-control world. But is it really so different from the time of Prophet Luther Islam? Should we not take heed from the horrific fate of these people and those before them who had been destroyed by Allah for not obeying his message. So, that is true. Let us all um, pray for the people who do wrong and commit sins. Okay, so this was Lut al-Islam and we are moving on to Yusuf al-Islam. And like it is mentioned, Ismail al-Islam was Ismail al-Islam and Ishaq al-Islam are the next two prophets in line um, and Ismail al-Islam's progeny had Yaqub al-Islam who gave birth to Yusuf al-Islam but Yaqub al-Islam's story is not mentioned in full or rather um, his time with his son is the only part where his life is mentioned so we will be moving on to Yusuf al-Islam next and not Ismail al-Islam or Yaqub al-Islam so I will meet you back with that story. Till then, take care of yourselves. Bye.